Blog Talk Radio. Spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com A gospel journey. Trouble sometimes are here, filling in hearts with fear. Freedom we all hold now is that stay. Humbling your heart to God, save from the casting rod. Seek the way, pilgrims, strive, Christian the way. will soon be your happy forevermore when we meet on that shore free from all care rising up in the sky telling this world Wonderful, wonderful song. I love that song right there. And uh, that's the original Oak Ridge Boys. 
and uh, I do enjoy their singing, and I enjoy the bass singer for real. Yes, yes, and we thank God this morning for good gospel music. We're moving right along, and um, welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come to you live each weekday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and today is October the 20th. 2023, 10 months and 20 days into this new year. In just a very few minutes, we'll be celebrating the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Right after that comes that new year of 2024. And so we pray that the Lord bring us into 2024 with new changes, new ideals, and new things to do. Last year, he brought us in preparing, preparing for his return. So this year, we're going to see what he brings us into. And so we're thankful, we're thankful, we're thankful unto Almighty God for his love and caring for us. Yeah, God is faithful, and he is on our side in spite of us. He's looking beyond faults today and uh, looking beyond the 619, looking beyond faults, yet meet needs today. I'm talking to Minister Jackson. She's trying to call into the show. But we thank him. We thank him. And uh, God is safer on our side in spite of us. And uh, we're moving right along. So listen, we're going to one more quick song of the morning. And uh, when we come back, we're coming back with our morning prayer. And uh, today I need you to touch and agree with me for different people. Yeah, today they need prayer. Hallelujah. Somebody somewhere pray for me. 
hallelujah, Mr. Charlie Daniel this morning. And I'm sure that was the Charlie Daniel band. And back in the day, I used to listen to Charlie quite often. And uh, I thank God for good gospel music and for blessing him to realize God is real. And he so loved us all that he sent his only begotten son, that whoever believe on that son won't perish, but have everlasting life. So we're grateful this morning unto Almighty God for all he has done for us, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do. Hallelujah. Great and mighty things for his people. So we're going in prayer this morning. I'm going to ask the intercessors to touch and agree with me for Sister Sandra, Minister Sandra Jackson, uh, uh, Minister Ingrid Phillips, uh, Sister Sherry this morning, and Sister Rose Brown. So we're touching and agreeing that God would touch and heal and bless each of them, and also that God would uh, strengthen Sister Ingrid, the Minister Ingrid, the more, and her family. She lost her brother, and uh, she made a beautiful uh, memorial to him that he's no longer in pain, you know, he's no longer slave to sin. Yeah, and so it was just beautiful, and, you know, I just wanted to encourage her and let her know that we are on her side, you know, we are for her, and God is for her. And anything we go to him and ask him for, he's able to do it for us. There's nothing too hard for him to do. I found that out. And when I tell you, that is a wonderful, wonderful thing to know it for yourself. Because, see, sometimes uh, we're dependent on other people, yeah, to pray for us. We're dependent on other people to get it right for us. No, no, no. I'm going to God for myself. Because I know him for myself, I truly believe, and I don't forget to believe, and I don't forget his word. But in order for us not to forget his word, we got to walk according to his word every day. Somebody can say amen goes right there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So listen, let's pray the prayer of faith this morning. It's that prayer of faith that makes us whole. It'll make us complete. Yeah. And if we'll keep our mind on him. He'll keep us in perfect peace. Sometimes we run in a race, and we're running without him. Yeah, we run in our own race without God. And then, bam, all this stuff starts happening, and then we remember him. Then we, we, we really come to him. Yeah, but we want to do it before any tragic thing happens. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you this morning for another Friday morning, another week ending. Father, we thank you for waking us up this morning, closing our right minds. We thank you for the use and activity of our limbs. Hey, glory, glory. We thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord, for life, health, and strength. Thank you for your son, Jesus. Father, we thank you for his suffering, his hanging, his bleeding, his dying. We thank you that he conquered all and rose with all power. We thank you that you're on our side today in spite of us. You look beyond our fault and yet meet our needs. We're grateful unto you this morning. Father, we appreciate you. We love you. We can't do without you. We need you. Thank you, Father, for all you've done for us. We thank you for your word this morning, for your word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. 
And forever, O oh God, that word is settled in heaven. We thank you that you won't leave us, nor forsake us. Father, you'll be with us until the end. We thank you that you're never busy. Your door is always open. We knock, you say, come in. We ask and you give. We seek and we find your ways. We're thankful unto you this morning. Stir up your gifts in us today. Fix our hearts and regulate our minds. Move upon us today that we will obey your word. That, Father, we will do what's pleasing and acceptable unto you. Not what's pleasing and acceptable unto our flesh, but unto you, almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. Hallelujah. There's no higher power. Father, we thank you this morning. We can't tell you thank you enough. I bring every call and every listener before you. Ask that you would bless your people, God. Send your anointing through their homes. And anything that shouldn't be, God, we ask that you would remove it today in the name of Jesus. Bless your people like never before today. Send uncommon miracles, uncommon blessings, uncommon favor their way in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning for hearing and answering. And Father, we bring Sister Rose Brown before you this morning asking that you would touch and heal her body. Lord, let the weight come off. Give her the right mind. That God shall know, I don't need this, I don't need that, I don't need to eat this much or nothing. In the name of Jesus, touch and heal this morning. Bless the children, and God touch their hearts that they will come and see about their mom. In the name of Jesus, we bring Sherry before you this morning, and Father, we ask that you would touch and heal her body. God, you know what's going on with our eyes. Lord, you made us. You can give a brand new eyes. I don't care what the doctor removed, God. You can put that back and more. So we trust you today for Cherry's sin. We trust you for her eye problem that is no longer. But God, you're fixing it right now. In the name of, oh, thank you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we bring Sister Ingrid before you and her family during their time of bereavement. And Father, we ask that you would move in a mighty way for them. Strengthen this woman even the more because God, in losing her brother, she cast the cares upon you because she know you care it for her. Oh, do it for the family, God. In the name of Jesus, thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Father, we bring Minister Sandra Jackson before you. And God, we know that you called her to your work. And Lord, we ask this morning that you would strengthen her in you and that, God, you would strengthen her in your word. Give her clarity, O oh God. Give her wisdom and knowledge, most of all, understanding of your word. And, God, we ask that you would send your spirit to lead and guide her, and that, God, she would open her spiritual ear so she can hear which way to go. In the name of Jesus, Father, bless her children. Just bless her family. Move in a mighty way for these, your people. In the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. But, Father, nothing is lost on you. Your eyes are in every place. You are beholding the evil and the good. And, Father, even our good is as righteous. Our righteousness is as filthy rags. Lord, move today. Clean us up and straighten us up. Again, regulate our minds. You gave us power. You gave us love and a sound mind. And, Father, today the unbelievers, God, we ask that as we lift you up, you would draw. Because if you don't draw, Father, they can't come to you. 
or they'll be in turmoil because they can't come. The only way we came is you drew us, and we thank you for it this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you for your drawing power. Father, we bring those that are incarcerated and those that are in every branch of the military before you this morning. We bring widowers, bereaved families, intercessory prayer people, preachers everywhere, Father, preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. We bring the sick before you, knowing that you took a beating for the healing of the nation. And Father, there's yet healing in the hem of your garment. And this morning we're pressing in to touch so that we all can be made whole. God, whether it be physical, mentally, or spiritually, heal today in the name of Jesus. It's you that heal all manner of sickness and disease. Do it right here this morning for your people, God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you. Bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem. Father, you know what they're going through. And God, you know what's best. You know what went on before all of this started. You know what took place to get this started. And Father, we ask that you would move on their behalf in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We can't thank you enough. Father, we ask this morning that, God, you would bless our brothers and sisters everywhere, overseas. And, Lord, those who can't speak your name out, can't read your word out loud, can't talk of your wondrous works, we ask that you would strengthen them in this hour. Loose your protecting angels to stand watch to shield and protect them. Keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger. In the name of Jesus, Father, continue to remember America and the leadership. Have mercy this morning, O oh God. Father, fix the leadership hearts and regulate their minds in the name of Jesus. Give them a sound mind, O oh God, that they will come to you wholeheartedly and get your advice on what to do in this country for your people. You made us all for your pleasure. We, the people, belong to you. We don't belong to no one man or no group of people, but we belong to Jehovah Almighty God. Lord, move today like never before, in the country. Bring us to our knees in repentance unto you in the name of Jesus. A move like wildfire upon us all. In Jesus' name, we ask in it all, God. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here. Move by your spirit, God. You said by your spirit you would go. Come here today and feed us until we want no more. Give us spiritual ears to hear what the spirit, your spirit, the spirit of God, have to say to the church. We are your church, God. And again, you gave us power, love, and a sound mind. And let us operate today in a sound mind in the name of Jesus. Let us accept the truth and the things that are real, not according to Hollywood or, or what these other people have taught us. But Lord, help us to draw closer to you. Help us to separate ourselves from anything that's not of you. In the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. We give glory. We give honor and praise to you. In Jesus' name, we ask it all again. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you. We thank you this morning. Grateful unto you, almighty God. Father, there's none like you. Oh, we can search all over. We won't find no one greater than you, almighty God. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for hearing. Thank you for answering our prayers. Lord, we thank you that we can cast our cares upon you, for you careth for us. 
Hallelujah. We are the head this morning and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Father, we are more than conquerors through your son, Christ Jesus, that loves us. Oh, let it show today. Let our light shine. And let us love one another so the world will know that we are of you. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. We can't thank him enough because he's good to us and he's on our side. Listen, I am going to um, our next song of the morning. And uh, when we come back, uh, we're coming back with our topic for today. And uh, our topic is going to be, let me take a look myself this morning, forgetting those things that are behind. It's a good thing to forget bad things. Now, some people may not agree. The psychiatrists may not agree. They may say we need to deal with it. But it's a great thing to forget bad things. And focus on the new. The only way I want to go back in my past is a testimony. Yeah. It is a testimony unto all. That's the only way I want to go back there. Yeah, I don't want to go back there fishing around and it make me feel bad and I'm sad and I'm hurt and I'm hating people because what has been done to me in my past. If I go back there, I want to go, like I said, testifying of the goodness of the Lord, how he brought me through, how he brought me out. If I go back there, I want to go back there looking so I don't make the same mistakes before God or unto him. I don't transgress against him. That's why I want to go back there and look. I don't want to go back there uh, uh, playing around because uh, uh, this, that, and no, no, nope. can't do it. But I'll go back there and look so I can talk of his wondrous works and make known his deeds among the people. I can share my testimony with somebody else so they will know if he did it for me, he'll do it for you. He's no respecter of persons. I don't care how bad you was. I don't care what you've done, when you did it, and how you did it. If you come to God sincerely from a sincere heart and you mean what you're telling him, you want forgiveness, you're forgiven. It don't take him all day to do nothing. We're the one that lag on with it and drag on with it and just, uh, God forgive and he's done. He put it in the sea of forgetfulness and he never remembered again. Now the next step is learn to forgive ourselves. Yeah, we have to learn how to forgive us. Because God done forgave us and we still holding on to it. We still dragging it around. But I thank him today. I thank him because truly he's for us. If he wasn't for us, all of us would be gone. I know I would have been gone. Hmm. Oh, I would have been gone so long ago. It's pathetic. Yeah, because of this. He get rid of his enemies. I mean, and he can do it quick. He can do it quick, fast, and in a hurry. So we are not his enemies today because we're still here and we're still remembering the name of Jesus. We're still remembering that he uh, make ways where we see no way. He opened doors we didn't even know was closed. Yeah, God is faithful unto us. And so I want to dedicate this one to you. Where did you go, Sandra? Did she stay in or did she move? Okay, where did she go? Y'all know I got to find it. Maybe she'll come back in. 
But I wanted to dedicate this one to her this morning. And um, I'm trying to wait until she get back in. That's why I was doing some encouraging there. But, yeah, we, we want to forget those things that are behind and press. Where we pressing? Towards the mark of the high calling. Our scripture reading this morning is going to be Philippians 3 and 13. We're going now to take a look. Yeah. And uh, because he, he's faithful. He's faithful. And if this is what he says, then we can trust it. He's like no other. He's like no other. He's not a lying God. He won't lie to you. Somebody said, well, it didn't work for me. That's because of your faith. That's because of where you're at, where you were, what you're doing, what you're thinking. You're not giving way to God. You're not, you're not believing. You don't have faith. Now faith is. And you're not believing that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. We got to remember that every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ooh, I thank God. Thank him this morning. I'm trying to wait and, and see if she's coming back in. And uh, so I can play this for her this morning. And then I, and they trying to chop <clears throat> charge everybody to call in. That's why a lot of people are not coming like they used to because it's a I think it's a penny a minute with some companies. But if you gave me unlimited why are you limiting me on where I want to call and why are you dictating my calls? Why why you can tell me where to call and where not to call when it's free and I should be able to call anywhere I want to and talk on my phone or be on my phone as long as I want to. They're trying to force people to do something else. And I don't think that's fair and I don't think it's right and people should come together and get with the, the, the fair trade people and talk about this thing. Yeah, I'm going to call today, uh, what it is, uh, it's just one company. I can see it, but I can't remember them. And a lot of T-Mobile, a lot of people have their service. And I would get rid of T-Mobile and go somewhere else. Yeah, and, and see if the next company, if y'all can do it like this. But evidently, it's less expensive. And there's another company they was using. I, I can't remember the name of that one. But I was just telling the Lord this morning, God, I thank you. Yeah, I thank you. I have the uh, uh, Xfinity phone. Yeah, from Comcast. And so it works pretty good for me. But I don't know if they would charge me even to call in. But if they did, oh, yeah, I we'll have a great conversation. Because how is it you're going to tell me who I can call and how long I can be on the phone with what I call. I pay my bill every month. You said I had unlimited. So you lied. Yeah. If, if, if it's not limited, then you lying to me to get my business. And now that I'm using my phone for what I want, now you want to bring up something and charge me a penny a minute. That is ridiculous. Lord, have mercy. All right. We're moving right along. We're going to this one. And I'm going to dedicate it to uh, Minister Sandra Jackson. And when we come back, we're coming back with our morning scripture and our topic for today. He leads me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. When you become a believer, your spirit is made right. 
sometimes the soul doesn't get the notice. It has a hole in it due to things that's happened in the past, hurt, abuse, molestation. But we want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. Some people's actions are not because their spirit is wrong, but it's because the past has left a hole in their soul. May this wisdom help you get over your past and remind you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. I have my sister Leandria here. She's going to help me share this wisdom and tell this story. Leandria. This is my 
Whether you are fully aware or not, you have placed something first in your life. Have you ever stopped to consider what occupies that prime spot in your heart and whether or not it truly deserves that honor? Today, I want to urge you to put God first in your life. Let us delve into God's Word to truly understand the profound impact of making Him the center of our lives. I am also going to pray a powerful prayer with you in the mighty name of Jesus. So watch until the end and open your hearts to receive the blessings of this prayer. Now consider this. Every decision, every action, and every thought reflects what we value most. The choices we make daily are a mirror to our soul's deepest desires and priorities. But, you know what? We should always ensure that we put God first in all that we do. When we truly place Him at the forefront of our lives, we experience a transformation so profound that our lives will never be the same. Today, I want to share with you nine essential truths to keep in mind as we seek to ensure that we've put God first in our lives. As we discuss these nine truths, I pray that each one will resonate deeply within you, guiding your path closer to God's heart. Remember, a life centered around God is not just rewarding. It's the very essence of true fulfillment in your life. Number one, understand the ultimate priority. Listen to the words of Jesus in Matthew 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. This isn't a mere statement. It's a profound truth. Every day, life presents us with an array of choices. It's like being at a grand buffet with so many dishes to pick from. What do you prioritize? The world offers temporary pleasures, wealth, fame, luxury, and all the material stuff you can think of. But what does God offer? God offers himself, which covers everything. When we prioritize God, we aren't merely adding him to our list. We are placing him at the top. By aligning ourselves with God's purpose, our entire perspective shifts. Life's challenges, rather than appearing as insurmountable obstacles, become lessons. They evolve into opportunities for growth and self-discovery. And you know what's interesting? When we place God first, everything else falls into place. It's like that void we once had. It's filled, that deep emptiness within us. Like there's something missing, it's gone. Because when we place God first, we begin to find fulfillment in His love and purpose. It's one thing for me to tell you, but my friends, experiencing it for yourself is another thing. It's life-changing in a tangible way. Once you place God first and feel that fulfillment personally, no one can sway your conviction, just like no one can persuade me otherwise, because I've felt and seen the power of God at work in my own life and in the lives of others. And that's what makes the Daily Jesus devotional community so unique on this platform. We aren't here for superficial reasons. We are deeply committed to spreading the gospel and transforming lives because we've witnessed God's power 
firsthand. Our team members have all walked that path. And we invite you daily to join us on this life-changing journey towards a deeper connection with God and to live a victorious life. And here's something else to think about. Remember the story of Noah and the ark? God told Noah to build an enormous boat because a flood was coming. People laughed and thought Noah was silly, but Noah listened to God, put him first, and built the ark. When the flood came, Noah and his family were safe. Just like Noah, when we listen to God and put him first, we're protected and guided. Even when things get tough or confusing, having God as our top priority helps us stay strong, hopeful, and filled with peace. So, let's be like Noah and keep choosing God and putting him first. With God leading the way, our lives are always on the right track. Number two, there is the gravity of idolatry. As the book of Exodus warns us, in chapter 20, verse 3, You shall have no other gods before me. On the surface, this may sound straightforward. Most of us might say, I don't worship idols. So this doesn't apply to me. But let's dig deeper. Idolatry isn't just about bowing to statues. It's about what occupies the throne of our heart. Is it money? Career? Relationships? Social status? Oftentimes, without even realizing it, these things take God's place in our lives. Every time we prioritize our desires, our fears, or the world's approval over God's voice, we place something else in His rightful position. Sometimes it may be unintentional, but that still doesn't change the reality. It's therefore essential to regularly examine our hearts and realign our priorities. By recognizing and dethroning these idols in our lives, we clear a path for God to take His rightful place. Let's think about the story of Jonah for a moment. Most of us are familiar with this story. Jonah tried to run from God's command, prioritizing his own feelings and fears over God's guidance. He ended up in the belly of a big fish. Yet, in that dark place, Jonah found clarity. He prayed and turned his heart back to God. And God, in his endless mercy, gave Jonah another chance. Just like Jonah, we too can find ourselves in tricky situations when we let other things take the place of God in our lives. But the beautiful thing is that God always gives us a way back. If we take a moment, refocus, and push aside the idols that have crept into our lives, we can begin to experience the joy and peace that comes from truly putting God first. Our God is faithful and full of mercy. After all, as Psalm 37 verse 4 reminds us, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. This Bible verse offers us a promise worth holding on to. Number three, know about the transformative power of divine guidance. Proverbs beautifully echoes this in chapter 3, verses 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean, not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. This isn't mere advice. 
It's a life principle. In our journey through life, we often come across crossroads, moments of uncertainty, and periods of darkness. We all do. It's in these moments that our human understanding feels woefully inadequate. But there's a promise awaiting us. We are promised of God's divine guidance. When we fully trust in God and acknowledge Him, He doesn't just enlighten our path. He leads us by the hand. This guidance isn't about merely avoiding pitfalls. It's about being directed towards a life of abundance and purpose. It's about embracing a journey where every turn, every twist, and every pause has divine intent behind it. Reflecting on the story of David and Goliath offers profound insight into divine guidance. As a young shepherd boy, David faced the towering giant, Goliath. By human understanding, David had no chance. He was not a trained soldier, and he did not have the size or strength of Goliath. But David wasn't relying on his own understanding. He trusted in the Lord. In the book of 1 Samuel 17, verse 45, with a simple sling and five smooth stones, he confronted the giant, saying, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. With God's guidance, David defeated Goliath and demonstrated that divine guidance and trust in the Lord could overcome even the most insurmountable challenges. This story encourages us to remember that when we trust in God's guidance, when we put God first, we can face our giants, no matter how big they seem. God is always ready to guide us, making our paths straight and leading us to victory. Number four, reordering our priorities is crucial. In Luke 10, verses 41 to 42, we find a lesson on priorities. When Jesus told Martha, 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 you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. He was pointing out the essence of priorities. Life is bustling, filled with tasks, responsibilities, and distractions. In the midst of this, it's easy to forget the most crucial aspect, our spiritual well-being. The dishes will always be there. The laundry will pile up again, and the emails will keep coming. But the moments that we spend at the feet of Jesus, those are irreplaceable. It's a lesson for all of us. While we shouldn't neglect our chores and responsibilities, it's vital to ensure they don't overshadow our relationship with God. By regularly reordering our priorities, we ensure a balanced, fulfilling life where both spiritual and worldly responsibilities are harmoniously balanced. Taking a leaf from the book of Psalms, we are reminded in Psalm 46 verse 10, Be still and know that I am God in our fast-paced world. Stillness is often overlooked, yet it's in these quiet moments that we can genuinely connect with God and hear His voice. Think of the story of Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 19. After witnessing powerful events like fire and earthquake, God's voice came to him, not in the grand spectacles, but in a gentle whisper. This emphasizes the importance of quiet moments. 
away from the clatter and clamor of daily life. By making time for God in our busy schedules, by being still and listening, we give Him the space to speak to our hearts and guide us. This doesn't mean quitting our jobs or abandoning our chores. It means setting aside purposeful moments each day, even if it's just a few minutes to sit in His presence. And as we do, our priorities naturally find their rightful order. With God at the center, number five, the joy of a God-centered life. Psalm 16 verse 11 states, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. How beautiful is that promise. The world offers pleasures. Yes, but they are temporary. They are like bursts of flavor that quickly fade away. God's joy, on the other hand, is eternal. It sustains, strengthens, and renews. A God-centered life is similar to dwelling in a perpetual spring. Even in the midst of challenges, there's an underlying current of joy. This joy isn't rooted in circumstances, but in a deep-seated relationship with the Creator. With God at the center, life becomes an exciting journey, filled with wonder, adventure, and profound joy. Reflecting on Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, we see Him proclaiming in Matthew 5, verse 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. This purity of heart translates to a life free from the entanglements of worldly distractions and temptations, a heart devoted solely to God. Such a heart sees God, not just in grand miracles, but in everyday moments, the smile of a child, the beauty of a sunset, or the kindness of a stranger. A God-centered life brings clarity, like the clear waters of a still pond. Everything becomes a reflection of God's love and goodness. Every experience, good or bad, is an opportunity to draw closer to Him. And in this closeness, in this intimacy with the divine, we find the deepest and most enduring joy. It's a joy that goes beyond mere happiness. It's a joy that resonates in the depths of one's soul, regardless of what's happening around us. Number six, be confident about God's provision and promise. The promise in Philippians 4 verse 19 is a beacon of hope. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. When we prioritize God, it doesn't mean forsaking our needs, desires, or dreams. Rather, it's entrusting them to someone who knows us better than we know ourselves. God's provision isn't about just fulfilling our needs. It's about exceeding them. It's not about giving us what we want, but what we truly need. Imagine a loving father looking at his child. He doesn't just provide for the child's basic needs, but delights in giving gifts, surprises, and blessings. That's how God views us. By placing Him first, we tap into an infinite reservoir of blessings that flow from His throne. Number seven, know the outcome of a divided heart. James 1 verses 6 to 8 cautions. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. 
That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Duality is a challenge. Trying to balance between God and the world creates instability. Like trying to stand on two boats, drifting in opposite directions. By serving two masters, we become spiritually lukewarm. Neither here nor there, but by giving God our undivided heart, we find solidity, stability, and purpose. Our choices become clear, our path becomes defined, and our destiny becomes aligned with His perfect will. Number 8. Understand Life's True Purpose Have you ever grappled with the whole thought of why you are here? Ecclesiastes 12 verse 13 sums up the essence of our existence, and it says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Amidst the noise of the world, it's easy to lose sight of our true purpose. Are we here just to live, earn, spend, and then fade away? Or is there a higher purpose to our lives, a divine calling? By honoring God and following His commandments, we align ourselves with this higher purpose. Life, then, isn't just about living. It's about thriving. It's about making a difference, touching lives, and leaving a legacy of faith, hope, and love. Embracing this truth brings clarity to our journey in life and adds meaning to every step we take. So remember, we are here to fear God and keep His commandments. And to do this, we have to put God first. Number 9. Know about the unmatched reward. Jesus made a profound promise in Mark 10, verses 29 to 30. And Jesus answered and said, Verily, I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake, and the gospels, but he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time. Houses, and brethren, and sisters, and mothers, and children, and lands, with persecutions, and in the world to come, eternal life. So this isn't a transactional relationship. It's a covenant. When we prioritize God, the rewards aren't just spiritual. They manifest in our everyday lives. We will notice that blessings, favor, open doors, and divine connections become a part of our daily experiences. Above all, the promise of eternal life awaits us. It's an eternity, not just of existence, but of joy, love, and unparalleled communion with God. And does this mean that we won't ever face opposition, discrimination, or persecution because of our faith? No, it doesn't mean that either. Jesus consistently taught that following him might lead to suffering, and this scripture also underscores that message. However, amidst these challenges, when we put God first, we are also assured of victory through Christ who strengthens and uplifts us in every trial. In other words, the enemy won't have the final say. God does. Let us look again at the story of the prodigal son in Luke 15. After squandering his inheritance and living a life away from his father, 
The son decides to return home, expecting rebuke. He is instead met with an overwhelming embrace and celebration from his father. This story illustrates God's grace and the unmatched reward awaiting those who return to him. Just like the father who throws a grand celebration for his returned son, God celebrates each of us. The reward is not based on our worthiness, but on his boundless love. Know that every sacrifice made, every challenge faced in the name of faith, is recognized and rewarded by God. And beyond the material and tangible, there lies the profound peace and joy of knowing we are cherished and valued. The rewards God offers aren't just for a moment. They echo into eternity, shaping our existence beyond this life. Now, in Revelation 3 verse 20, God extends an open invitation saying, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person, and they with me. This isn't about a distant God up in the heavens. It's about a loving Father at our doorstep, waiting to be invited in. It's up to us to make that choice, to open our hearts and let Him reign supreme in our lives. Consider this. The beauty of the gospel lies in its power to transform. When we embrace these truths and place God at the pinnacle of our priorities, our lives experience a profound transformation so if you believe that you have placed God first in your life and there is no positive transformation, you need to do some introspection and ask for God's guidance and always remember to be patient and trust God's timing. By making God our utmost priority, we move from merely going through the motions to living with purpose and intent and those challenges we encounter. They evolve into opportunities for growth. As for the blessings, Expect them to manifest as daily miracles in your life. The promise is clear. Put God first in your life, and your life will undoubtedly never be the same. Now, to all those within the sound of my voice, let us go to the Lord in prayer. I want you to pray this prayer with me so that you can have all the blessings of this prayer. Let us pray to our gracious and loving God. Everlasting Father, Almighty God, You are the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the creator of heaven and earth. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I give You all the glory, honor, and praise. Lord, I am grateful for Your faithful promises, Your amazing grace, Your everlasting love, and your mercies that endures forevermore. Lord, I thank you for the gift of life, and I thank you for the many blessings you have given to me. Father, I humbly approach your throne of grace, acknowledging my sins, my mistakes, and my shortcomings. Forgive me of my trespasses, as I also forgive all those who have trespassed against me. Lord, forgive me. For the times I've placed other things above you. For moments, I've let the pleasures of this world distract me from your eternal promises. In the mighty name of Jesus, 
I declare that every chain of idolatry and distraction in my life is broken, and I rebuke every spirit of confusion and worldly temptation that tries to pull me away from your presence by the authority of the blood of Jesus. I claim emotional, physical, and spiritual healing over every part of my being. I declare, in the name of Jesus, that the same power that resurrected Christ from the dead flows through my veins, revitalizing and renewing my spirit, mind, and body. Merciful Father, I pray for divine protection over my life and the life of my loved ones. Lord, I ask that you command your mighty angels to stand guard around us, shielding us from all harm or evil. Father, you are our provider, and I ask for your abundant blessings to overflow in our lives. May you guide our paths and draw us closer to you. Lord, help us to prioritize you above all things and experience the fullness of joy that only you can give. Father, as I say this prayer, together with everyone listening, I thank you for each heart that is humbled before you right now. For those who are feeling lost, may you be their saving grace and guiding light. For those who are burdened, may your Holy Spirit be their comforter and grant them peace. For those struggling with their priorities, may you grant them the conviction to put you first and the discernment to choose what truly matters. And for those in need of your touch, may you bring them healing, vitality, and restoration. Heavenly Father, we come into agreement as a faith-filled community, and we thank you for the rewards and benefits you have promised us in your word. We ask for the strength and wisdom to always seek your kingdom first, to reorder our priorities, and to embrace the joy and transformation that comes from your divine guidance. Lord, I thank you for hearing and answering my prayer. In the precious name of Jesus, I pray, Amen. If you were blessed by this message, type the word Amen in the comment section below. I declare that all the blessings of this prayer are now upon you. In the name of Jesus, you can help us to reach more persons and spread the gospel. You can do this by sharing the video with a friend or family member who you know needs the blessing of this prayer.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We just want to tell him thank you today. Uh, yeah, and we want to put him first in all things. We was coming back with our scripture and our topic for today. And uh, today is Friday. And Friday is really truly garbage day. So I had to get that out. And uh, we went on and took a listen to put God first. He must be first in our lives. We need to give him the first fruit of everything, no matter what comes our way. So God is safe. All right, Brother Lewis, we'll pray for that tumor. Yeah, that they remove it successfully. And uh, she is healed in Jesus' name. Yeah, because he's concerned about the animals too. But we thank God this morning. And our topic um, for today is this, forgetting those things that are behind. And our scripture reading is coming from Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, Verse 16, whereto we have already obtained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. Today, there are a lot of things we have gone through or we are going through or that we may go through, things that may come later. And one thing that comes to me is a loved one passing away uh, uh, because they're never returned. They're never coming back. The only way we get to see them again is we must be in Jesus. So in this life, there are going to be some bad things happen. Many times people go through abuse. Many times people uh, lose a job that was so meaningful to them because it paid all their bills and it gave them money left over. And the way that they was fired is real ugly. It wounded them. It left some deep scars. So many things, people go through rape, molestation, murder, many things people have gone through. Men marry women and the women dog them and, and, and take everything from them. Women marry men or, 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 you know, he's my man and we get to know each other and then we're going to get married. It never happens. And one hurt the other one real bad. Sometimes men come or women come to just use you up. And when they get done, they walk away, and you're deeply wounded, deeply scarred from this thing. Sometimes it's what we chose to do. We could have been dope dealers, hit men, hit women, whatever we were, gang members, whatever. But God, with his great wisdom and knowledge, before you entered your mother's womb, he knew you was coming, and he was going to bring you forth into this world. He already had a plan for your life. 
already had a plan. And he wanted your parents to teach you about him. So that when these things come along, you know that it's going to be a testimony unto him. Even as a child, you, you know he's going to bring you out. I've heard children say, I prayed while I was being molested, while this went on to me. I talked to God about it. Anybody ever seen a movie, The Color Purple? Her mom died and she was walking behind the casket and everything. They was going to bury the mom. She was walking back there talking to God. She was a child. He wants us to teach our children about him. So whatever comes our way, even the child can pray. And if they continue to trust God, if they continue to believe God, then what happens is everything bad that you've gone through become a testimony. Unto God, he brought me out of this. I don't look like what I've been through. Yeah. So th this is what Philippians 13 is trying to get us to understand. Brother, I count not myself to have apprehended. I, I don't understand everything. I don't know everything. I, don't, I haven't uh, conquered it to, to the point where I'm wise in it, where I'm smart in it. But this one thing I do. I do apprehend, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. What was back there is no longer for me. What I went through in my past was no longer and is no longer for me. The only way I share about it is a testimony because I'm remembering what God did for me. I'm remembering how he brought me out. So now I'm looking forward. I'm not looking backwards. I'm looking forward. And I see and I know he's able to bring me through. He's able to see me through. He, he will never leave me nor forsake me. He's going to be with me until the end. So now that I know that in my adult life, I know that I, I, I just forgot what was back there. I'm, I'm pressing towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. See, there's a high prize. And I want it. I want that high calling, that high prize in Jesus. So I got to do some things to make sure I have it. I got to work daily to have a perfect mind. And and how I get this perfect mind in Jesus is I keep my mind on him. And it's him that keeps me in perfect peace. See, I need him to keep my mind so I think right. I don't think negative about people. I don't do negative things. I don't keep negative thoughts on my mind. I'm not choosing my own way. I'm not choosing a man because of the way he look or, or, what, or what he got. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not choosing basically nothing, if I'm honest. He, he chooses it for me. I can look at something, and I begin to like it a whole lot. That's God. 
I never paid that no attention. I never cared about that. But all of a sudden, I like it a lot. I was going to choose what they call a Honda Element. You can pull everything out of it and just turn the water hose loose in the car and clean everything. That's what I wanted. But that wasn't going to work for my good. So God chose the Toyota RAV. Now, once I got it, I fell in love with it. But he chose it for me. I didn't know what to choose, if I'm honest. I'm looking at things with the natural eye, but the element wouldn't have been a good fit for me. The Toyota was. Toyota take a licking and keep on ticking. It don't break down so easily. See, so I need God to give me a perfect mind. Let us, therefore, as many as be perfect, but thus minded. And if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. When I think negative about something, when I'm not thinking right about someone, God will speak. The spirit of the Lord will speak. Say, wait a minute, Barbara. That may not be the way you're thinking that it is. And we all should be this way. This keep the devil at bay. This keep us with a perfect mind. This keep us with a clean mind. This keep us with no fault against nobody, no judgment against anybody. Let me tell you, I, I, I work with people, all kind, a lot of mental health, all kind of people. And people come to me and they are messed up from the childhood. I can't say stuff, but I'm talking about really messed up. But I never hold nothing against nobody. I never really remind them of these things. They remind me. Because my mind is here for them. Is this. God is. God is. Whether they was a drug abuser, alcohol abuser, murderer, rapist, thief, no matter what they were, God is. And if they went to that altar and said, I do, and they're continuing to press towards God, who am I? Who am I that I'm so perfect that I can find fault in these people? Their situations was never like mine. Some people didn't have a, a parent like I had. Some people didn't have real love in their childhood. And simply because, simply because I did, I'm nobody to come against these people. It could have been me. It could have been me, but God. So all the credit that I'm taking to down somebody else, the devil is a lie. I won't do it. If I can't build them, I don't want to cut them down. I got to tell you the truth. I will tell you the truth. And see, some people don't like the truth because of where they been or where they are. But all we got to do is shake off the, 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 the old clothes, the raggedy clothes, and put this new garment on. Yeah, God give us new garments to wear. We, we don't have to come tattered and raggedy. He give us new garments to wear, put it on. Put on the garment of love. Put on the garment of faith. 
Put on the garment of trusting God. Put on the garment with a mind to do right. Put on the garment of I'm going to take care of myself. I don't need y'all taking care of me. I've been letting you do it too long. Now is my time to stand up as a man. Now is my time to stand up as a woman and do what I need to do for me. I'm going to put these garments on. And they're not raggedy. I'm going to put the garment of giving on. If I can buy McDonald's every day or every other day, I can put that money aside and be a giver. I can put that money aside to be in my ministry so that I have something to give to somebody else. I just can't sit around and just think of Barbara and all Barbara needs and all Barbara wants. Yesterday, I didn't get up to the hospital, to the rehabilitation to see Sister Rose Brown. I sent her a text this morning. I called her later. If I sent you a link to the store, it's open now. You can shop. What happened is this. It takes something to build a store. The man know where all the stuff go at, but I got to supply the information. That takes some time. It may be another week or two before we finish, but when we finish, it's going to be a perfect professional store with everything in the right places. Take old stuff out, put new stuff in. All of this go on. Then, of course, I have Shantae here. I got to get my daughter sometime. <laughs> and I have medical appointments for myself. And so I do what I can, when I can. Yeah. And sometimes I speak too soon because I want to do it all for, for whoever's in dire straits. But I can't. I'm only one person. And I'm hoping I get me some volunteers soon. Somebody who will step in and say, well, I live in the area. Well, I live in Jacksonville. You got anybody over there I can help? I may need some gas. You know, they may need some octane to get to and from, but that's all they need for right now. And as God bless, then I can be a blessing to them. And see, just like here. People asked me yesterday, well, how get one of them gifts you're giving away on your radio? You got to be faithful. These people have been faithful for years at getting these gifts. Rita been coming for years. Anthony been coming for years. Oh, my goodness, doctor been coming for years. Louis basically started with me. Anthony basically, and D, they basically started with me. So, of course, Minister Shonda. Came and, and kept coming. Irene. Yeah, faithful. And I see them numbers in the studio. So these are the people that get gifts. Yeah. Now, we, we might extend out a little bit, you know, but if you're not a part, I, I don't know how I would know you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to pick you out because it don't show me who all was listening when I go to the stats, it just showed me the amount of people. But no names, no phone number, no addresses, none of that. And I love the fact that I can give. Christmas is coming. My prayer is that I'm able to give out good gift cards, $100 gift cards this year. If he give me more, I could give more. Might give 250 gift cards. We don't know. However he moves. But this one thing... I know I want to press 
towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That I, that I know I want to do. I know I want to be his because he's already mine. Hallelujah. And if you both agree, it's going to make something beautiful. If you agree with God and God agree with you and you're in him and he's in you, it's going to become beautiful. No matter what no one else says, you got him for yourself. You're not doubting him, uh, what he said in his word. You're not trying to flip it around to fit your situation. No, you just take the word as it is. And sometimes the word is a hard pill to swallow. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And if that word is not cutting you, you can just sit there and keep saying amen through the whole sermon. Amen. And you don't never say, ooh, ouch, something is wrong. Yeah, the word should convict you. That's what it comes for. But see, we don't like conviction. We, we, we like, you know, calmness. We like uh, entertainment. We like to hear what we want. We like to hear that God is going to bless me with the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. We like to hear I'm going to get that Benz. I better get that Beamer. <laughs> this is all the ways on the job. I better get a promotion. I better get married. We like all of this. And boy, when the prophet come and prophesy, we lose ourselves, some of us. And we believe every word. But when God says straighten up and fly right, oops, I got to go. God said, if you go back in your past, go back and look at your mistakes and bring them to me. I'll deliver you. Uh-uh. I can't talk about that. I'm telling you, you got all kind of people. Do you know you have people who get mad at Almighty God? They get mad at him. How in the world? How can you, who don't even deserve to be here, you deserve death. Even your righteousness is as filthy rags before him. How could you get mad with the one that made you and sent his only begotten son to suffer for you, to die for you? Where you get mad at? The anger should be on you. You should be mad with you for not being obedient, for not coming to God sooner. Now, if you want to be angry, be angry about that. And those kind of people, I have, oh, no, I'm not going to hang around that. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Because you haven't learned that God is a reward of them that diligently seek him again this morning. You have not learned to press towards the mob for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You have not learned that you need a perfect mind. And the only way you get one, you got to pray and ask God for it. And keep your mind on him. It's him that keeps you in perfect peace. And we as believers should walk with the same rules. We should walk that we are going to seek God no matter what. And we want a perfect mindset. We don't want to think wrong about nobody. If we find ourselves doing it, we immediately repent. And that's God to help us. We don't want to do nobody no wrong. We don't want to think evil concerning nobody. 
Yeah. I've had friends that things happened to and it made me angry. And I wanted to go on and sin with it. Woman uh, uh, going with the friend husband, she telling me about it immediately. I got 38 hot. And before I know that, I'm, I'm telling my, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not up there where you at. Because if I was in the same city, oh, it'd be something to tell the captain. Now, is that the coming of the woman of God? No, ma'am. No, sir. You're not having perfect thoughts. Because right then, you didn't pray. You 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 went on and, and decided what you wanted to do and what you could do. And the thought is a thing. So you thought about how you could beat this woman senseless. You may as well have went on and done it. I may as well have had a call to flight and went on and done it. And the Lord just tapped me on the shoulder and said, really? <laughs> Barbara, that's not right. And, and, and matter of fact, you and somebody else's business. I had to back up. I had to repent. I'm to my, I had to repent to her and repent to God. He said we could be angry but sin not. I got angry and sin with the thoughts. You can't think like that. And to when you a godly woman. No, ma'am. Go back to that altar and get it right. Ask for forgiveness. Because whoever you do it to, you got to ask them to forgive you. And it wasn't a woman that I was going to be senseless. It was the friend. She was trying to keep it together. And she did because she obeyed God. And then I began to, you know, come back after repenting and everything and telling her, yeah, them was wrong thoughts. That wasn't right. We we need to pray for her. And we did. And she still do. Pray that God was saved. Sanctified and filled with his spirit. Now that's the right frame of mind. That's that perfect thinking. Oh, they done kill my brother. The perfect thinking is like a, a, a minister Ingrid. Lord, Forgive them. And Lord, save them. But my brother is no longer a slave to sin. See, that was the right thinking. But we get too hot, too fast, too quick. And when we're doing the thing, we don't sin. I'm human. But there's a way that I can keep my mind on God being human. Practice walking in the spirit that I don't fulfill the lust of my flesh. Got to be careful. I repent often. I'm to my truly repent daily, often during the day. Because sometimes your thoughts or go another way. Sometimes people tell you things and you have a thought about who told you. No, it can't be that. You got to keep a clean mind. You got to say, Lord, have mercy. Father God, help them. We need you. Not just they need you. We need you. 
And Lord, lead and guide me in what to do to be a blessing unto this person. Because he said it the best. The scripture said it the best. The first one without sin cast the first stone. Okay, so you wasn't a drug abuser. You wasn't an alcoholic abuser, alcohol abuser. Okay, you never sold drugs. Okay, you never prostituted. Okay, man, you never been a pimp, but you thought about it, but you never been a pimp. You never abused your child. You never let anyone else abuse your child. But there are some things and thoughts that we have done. Things and thoughts. And he was the one said, the first one without sin cast the first stone. He was the one who had it written, inspired man to write it, that we all have sinned and come short. He didn't leave nobody out. He didn't say because you were, you didn't abuse nobody. He didn't say because you didn't drink nothing. He didn't say because you didn't shoot, smoke, or pop nothing. He said we all have sinned and come short. This is why we're supposed to love each other. And come together and confess our faults one to the other. Why? We all have. And we weigh our, our situations. Well, she married him for what he had. I ain't never did that. But you're so dope, crazy. Crazy, you're so dope. Huh? But I'm trying to weigh which one is bigger than the other. Is that crazy or what? He said, we all have sin. Sin is sin. There's no big sin and there's no little sin. Sin is sin. I've heard people say about the white lie, there's no such thing. A lie is a lie. There's no big lie and there's no little lie. It's just all lying. Yeah. And we, we'll try to, we'll try to, you know, fix it. Well, my stuff don't look as bad as they stuff. But your stuff in God's eyes is just as bad as theirs. For we all have sinned and come short. And some of us still sinning and still coming short. Didn't you hear me tell you when she told me what the woman had done, I got mad. Y'all know I can't fool with Louis in the morning. Louis said, maybe your 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 worst sin was only eating too many cookies. That's still sin. Amen, brother Louis. But we try to justify and fix it so we don't look as bad as the other person, you know. Oh, she over there going with married men and singing in the choir. You had a baby out of wedlock. Did you tell anybody that? Oh, watch out now, Papa. You're talking too much. You fornicated. You may not be doing it now. Maybe you done got married. But at one point, you fornicated, brought forth a baby. She's an adulterer. One sin is just as bad as the other. And once God cleans us up and saves us, and fix us up, we smelling better and looking better. That's no need to point your finger back at somebody else that haven't come out yet. 
You don't never know who God bringing out and when he's going to bring them out. But you encourage them until they come out. How about that? Yeah, you have to encourage folks. I have some rough cases. And I don't treat them people no better than I treat one of you that I know is saved. I treat them like they say. I don't talk crazy to these people. I don't remind them of their past. That's a hurting thing. Yeah, you feel bad because of what you done done. You think I don't feel bad because I was the dope lady? Yeah. I don't feel any bad today as I was because of this. He cleaned me up. He forgave me and he brought me out. It's as if I never sold it. It's as if I was never a sinner. I've been saved by grace. Oh, somebody ought to raise their hand and tell God thank you. Huh? He forgave me. He put my sin in the sea of forgetfulness never to remember it again. People remember, but God don't remember that thing unless I bring it up. And I want to bring it up testifying unto him. It's some bad things we need to forget. Because every time you think on it, it takes you back to a place where you really don't want to be. It makes you feel bad. If God forgave you, forgive yourself and move on in Jesus. Yeah, I can remember telling my children that. I said, look, all that y'all talking about, it sounds good, but you're talking to the wrong person. And I have moved on, and I'm moving on in Jesus. And I was through. See, and that's the way God is here speaking. He do. You don't see him keep haggling and, and, and going back and forth and he keep doing this. And No, God say what he mean, mean what he say, and he's done. And he don't talk a long time. You ever notice that? To the point, that's it. Ain't no in-between. If, ands, and buts. Uh-uh. It's either it or, or it, it's not. Huh? This is the way he does it, and this is the way I want to do it. I want to be like his son. No matter what go on, I'm looking to the Father, and I'm standing on his word because he has taught me. Jesus told him, I'm doing what I saw my father do. I'm saying what he said. I'm doing the things of him because certainly God heals the sick. Certainly God raises the dead. Certainly, God calls folks to walk on the water. He's able. He's got all power. There's no higher power. I want to be like Enoch. I just want to pass from this life to the next. But it takes something to do that now. I yet got to love my enemies. See, there's some hard pills to swallow in this life. Oh, good morning, Brother Perry. I was thinking about you the other day, saying I'm going to email the, the, a link to you, and I will. But listen, we just simply got to get it right with God. That's all. That should be our focus. I can't focus on the football game. Uh-uh, I got to focus on God. Now, sometimes he's going to give me some free time, and I may be able to go physically to a game. I used to go to the Jaguar game. They wasn't winning or nothing during them days, but they was all right and they played. 
and God gave bless me to, to physically go and watch the Jaguar game. I'm out there singing and everything, yeah. Yeah. But we got to line it up. We must give him our all. Forgetting those things that are behind you. See, he said he couldn't apprehend everything. But this one thing he could apprehend, this one thing he knew. And he knew that when God forgives you, you are forgiven. Back to this, you must forgive yourself. And if God forgave you, everybody in the entire world, you know how big that is? They may as well forgive you too. Because God forgave you. Who's bigger than him? Nobody I know. But the scripture said we all have sinned and come short. Another scripture says the first one without sin cast the first stone. And I know people walk around and act like they're perfect. They don't, you know. But he left forgiveness there for me. <laughs> he left forgiveness there. He, he, he left his spirit in me. So when I'm attempting to, he, he can tap me and say, hey, 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 what you doing, Bob? Don't do that. And when I stop immediately and say, Lord, forgive me. Father, help me. He see that I mean him some business. He see that I mean to get it right. I mean to walk right, live right, treat people right. Not think bad about people. We all got a past. We all have been through something. And simply because I haven't been through as many things as you have, it don't give me no right to talk about what you've been through and to put you down. Bishop Gary Gray, the first time I heard it, he said it. That's my daughter-in-law father. In Kissimmee. Bishop Gary Gray said this, the only way you should look down on a man or a woman is if you put your hand down to lift him up. And what makes the past really bad for some people, they know if others find out about it, they're going to make them feel worse. You might walk in a room with your family and hear them whispering about you. Oh, but I'm this kind. Can I cabbage patch somebody? Y'all know what the cabbage patch is? Well, we taking it around in the circle from one hip to the other one. I can hear it all I want to. And I tell God, thank you. Because that's where I used to be. That's not where I am right now. I'm a new creature in Christ. He done fixed me up. He done washed away my sins. He done cleaned me up. He done gave me a new heart. He doesn't even give me the right and the spirit of and the gift of forgiving others. Say what you got to say about me. Huh? I'm a new creature in him. Nobody can tell me nothing. You know why? I know I've been changed. I know for myself that I've been changed. Forgetting them things that was behind me. I no longer do them things. I no longer desire to do those things. I don't want to cheat nobody out of nothing. I don't want to sell nobody nothing that is illegal. I don't want to drink nothing that's going to get me drunk. I don't want to smoke, pop, or shoot nothing that's going to get me high. Huh? 
I don't need the world music to dance. Oh, that can make me move. The United House of Prayer Band, they can make me move when they sing about the blood. Timothy Wright songs can make me move. Alabama Govs, some stuff they sang can make me move. I don't need no circle of music to make me dance. And I don't have to go to the club. Mm-mm. Not to be entertained, not to have a good time. I can have a good time in my kitchen when I'm cooking. Cut me a couple of steps across the floor. What? What you say, Bob? Throw my hands in the air and tell him thank you. Mean it from my heart. With every fiber of my being. I can go to the church building. And have a better time than I ever had at the club. Especially if three or four of them in there. And they we join in. And we agreeing in the spirit. And our praise is for real. Our worship is for real. The spirit of the Lord come. And we feel the presence of God. Ooh, that's better than any clubbing I ever done in my life. Yeah. Back in the day, you know, different things. Well, still, some people still do different things. Even name throwing, they call it. Uh, it made you feel, you know, like you were somebody and you were some kind of special way, you know. Used to go to the club and they had a DJ and his name was Frank C. Boy, this was a bad DJ back in the day. So to get to know old Frank, you thought you was really doing something, you know. And you just walk up there and tell him what you want to hear, and he play your song. Yeah, and I used to do it on purpose. Hey, play last night, the DJ saved my life. Oh, and that made him feel some kind of way, you know. He played the right hits, and it saved your life. He was all about it. Foolishness, nonsense is what it was. I no longer can say the DJ saved my life. God saved it. That's who saved my life. Almighty God that have all power. I can't give the credit to nobody else. You've often heard me say I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peace for sure. Very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea, he heard my despairing cry. And from the waters, he lifted me. Today, I can say safe am I. I can say I'm one of the redeemed. He redeemed me back to himself. Oh, I feel like showing out right there. Amen goes right there. But we all. Every human being alive and dead and gone have sinned at one point in your life or another. But God is a forgiving God. He's a merciful, kind, and loving God, and he will forgive us. And any time we find ourselves in error, we run to him. He's an often finisher. He can fix it. When we stand before him, do you know God can count you blameless when you stand before him? Do you know he can say you're one of the ones without spot or wrinkle and you feel like you all spotted up and wrinkled? You feel like somebody balled you up and when they turn you loose, you were just full of wrinkles. God can say blameless. Come on in here. He knows the very intent of our hearts. And our hearts today is not to intentionally on purposely do wrong or do wrong to others. 
We want to forget those bad things that are behind us, the negative, and press towards, come forward. That prize, all that high calling, when I tell you something special, and that's what we are after. We're after pleasing God. We're after doing the things that God can accept. It don't make us better than nobody else. I'm no better than nobody else. I'm striving to be perfect in him. My desire is to do good and to do right. And to love my brothers and sisters in Christ. We join heirs. We join as with Jesus, the son of the true and living God. It don't make you feel some kind of special way and make you feel like you want to do right so you can continue to be that. Woo! I don't care what go on and who, who got it going on. If God is not in it, I don't want none of it. I'm telling you the truth today. God got to be in it for me to want some of it because if he's in it, Things will work out right. Huh? It's going to work out right. I I can't go to hell. It's too much commotion and and calamities and all kind of madness going on in hell. I don't want no part of that. I'm used to a calm life. Not because I'm older, but because I got Jesus. Because I could be an old fool now. I could be in the world and of the world. So not because I'm older, but I'm used to the good life. Hey, glory. I'm used to calling on him and he He answers. Oh, watch yourself, Barbara. I, I, I'm used to sitting in my spot talking to him and he talking back. I'm, I, I, I'm used to sitting in my spot talking to him and he began to show me things. Huh? And, and, and it's not an uneasy thing. And it's no chaos and no collapse. It's none of that around. Just peace and joy. And it makes me happy. Hallelujah. This is what I'm used to. So this is the place where I want to be. Where he is, I want to be also. I don't want to just be anywhere with any old body. That don't work for me. What works for me is to be where he is. He's not a God of confusion. He don't even start confusion. He never told a lie, and he won't lie. That's not in his character. Huh? If he had DNA, it wouldn't be in his DNA. <laughs> but he loved us today. That's why he let us know. Come unto me, all that are burdened and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Come, let us reason together. Come here, Barbara, let's talk. Now tell me what, what what you feel is going on. Well, Lord, I want to be like your son. Hey, glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. I want to be like Jesus. And, Father, I don't want to be the accuser of the brethren in no kind of way. I don't want to accuse nobody, save the unsaved. I don't want to judge nobody, Lord. I got to pass myself. I've sinned and come short before you before. So, Lord, I need you to help me today that I will walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of my own flesh. 
I need you today, Lord Jesus. Hey, God. That I open my spiritual ears that when you speak, I can hear. Today, I would like to be a blessing unto somebody. Strengthen me. That if I have to go, I can go. And Lord, I'm going in you, not in myself. Yeah, these kind of talks. Yeah, these kind of talks we can have with him. Because we want to always make sure we have it right with him. We want to make every day as often as possible. Making our calling and election sure with him. He's real. I promise you, I have no reason to lie to you about nothing. God is real. His word is true. His word is real. He said what he meant. He meant what he said. If we get in the word, I don't care what situation, find the word in them 66 books that speaks to your situation and watch what happens. And if you obey what it says, if you apply what it says to your situation, it's going to change for the better. When I tell you, you'll come out shining like gold. People be like, oh, oh, they done did something different. Wonder what's going on. I've been before the throne of God. <laughs> Anybody remember when Moses went up in the mountain to get them tablets? When he come back, he was lit up brighter than a Christmas tree. Anybody remember that? Same thing for you. If you go before the Lord, when you come out, you're going to shine like gold. You're going to have a glow about you. People be talking, well, what? wonder what Jimmy did. Girl, he wasn't looking like that yesterday. You know how people talk, especially women. And on the job, oh, my goodness. Hey, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy said, hello, ladies. Jimmy, you using a new face wash or something? He said, no. You got to glow about you today, Jimmy. You must have a new lady in your life. All this kind of foolishness. You know how the world is. Some saved women do all of that. Yeah, trying to figure it out. Just, just, we call it in the South, nosing. In somebody else's business. Yeah. Busy bodies. Some, in some cases, they say they like drama. Just something going on all the time. See, we're not those kind of people. Your business is not mine, and your business is not important to me unless I need to be praying for something in your life. But I don't need to hang out to know what's going on in your life. Because that time that I'm spending to be over there so I know what's going on with you and sharing it with other people, I need that time to be in prayer for myself, huh? I need that time to get in Luke 21. I need that time to go to Revelation. And there's no need for you to be scared about no scriptures. I want to put that out there this morning. The word of God, it comes to help. It comes to heal. It comes to bless us. It comes to deliver us. It didn't come to hurt. When I look in that word and I see myself, if I'm in error, when I read and I see myself, I begin to repent, I begin to pray, I begin to ask God for deliverance, I begin to ask God for help. Lord, how can I fix this? 
I can only fix it if you show me. If you don't show me, I won't know how to fix it. I tell him, because without you, Father, I can do nothing. Yeah, it's no need in us today to get up besides ourselves and uh, we scatter the word and we scatter each other. And I'm not afraid to tell nobody nothing about me. Y'all hear me come and tell all of it. Cataract. They said, Louis, I went now. They said they might need it to do cataract surgery. I went expecting cataract surgery. The lady said, no, we're going to wait six months. We're going to watch them eyes. And you see them real good. If the cataracts grow, then we, you know, may have to remove them. But right now, they're not in the removable stages. I said, well, can I have some new glasses? No, you don't need it. How you know what I need? And I'm telling you, I don't see good. <laughs> Listen here. If God be for you, who can be against you? You can't even be against your own self when God is for you. Because what fool just automatically want to go up under the knife to my cutting something off of them or out of there? Huh? If God be for you, the Lord done did what he's supposed to do. Can you do what you're supposed to do? It's just that simple. But sometimes it's a little hard, so when it gets hard, we pray. And we trust God. You need money? Talk to him about it. I tell you what you do. Give money. Plant a seed. You want, I'm telling you what he pleased with this morning, and that's the truth. I needed a few dollars. And I, I, I went and paid some tithes and offerings. I, I, I paid tithes and offerings off of what I borrowed, let's say. Here come the blessing. He gave me a few dollars. I was able to pay to have the store to be built, and they still working on it. I, I was able to pay for, I needed this uh, in there, because you have to pay for certain things. Here come the money. I wanted to give down at the prison. Here come the money. If you want some money, give. And if you give big, you're going to get big. If you give small, you'll get small. Boy, I gave $200, and boy, it just multiplied. And that's not big money. So I know if I give 1000 5000 if I had it, boy, look at here, I'll be dangerous. <laughs> Louis, they couldn't do nothing with me. And this year for Christmas, some children would be just too happy. Yeah. But I would buy books for children. And uh, um, it's a, a, a couple of things they have to help children to speak co the correct English and count and multiply. All, I would have all of that going on for children. Yeah. I might would get some talking Bibles for children. In children language, you know, where they understand and make it fun for them. Because if it's fun, a child will learn. If it's not fun for them, they're not going to learn that. They don't want nothing to do with that. Father's in the heart of a child. Children love to play. But God is safe. And he will do what he said he would do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
There's none like him. We can search all over. We won't find nobody, nobody greater than Almighty God. Hallelujah. I'm thankful unto him. Listen, today is Friday and it's Testify Friday. Feel free to press that number one and come in today and share testimony. Or you might want to share your favorite scripture today. Or you might want to share uh, something was going on and the word of God come up. Yeah. These are just a few things. You might want to share a poem and about to write poems and, and want to share poems. Yeah, poetry. Hallelujah. And it's all right today in Jesus' name. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Ah, uh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Looked all over. Couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater than Almighty God. Where's that Sion this morning? Let me see. She's working. I know where she at. <laughs> over there working, putting it in, going above and beyond over there. Uh-huh. So, look, we're going to this one. And uh, when we come back, the studio will be open.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, yeah. He healed the sick and he raised the dead. And he said we could do it too. Uh Uh-huh. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I love that songwriter. Can't help myself. Mr. Van Morrison this morning. And uh, whenever God shines his light. Yeah, I like that a whole bunch and thankful unto him. Listen, the studio is open. If anyone has something uh, they would like to share, they would like to say today, please feel free to press that number one and come in. Good morning to your area code 813, first three numbers 646. God bless you this morning. Good morning to you, Sister Dr. Goodwin. I see you made the whole show yesterday. I was surprised because I kept watching and I never did see your number go away. I said, all right, she in there, she in there, she in there. Yeah, so we thank God. Good morning to you, Sister Irene. Thank God for you. Thank God for you. And I thank God for all that you do and uh, to help the ministry and help Jesus in the morning. I'm grateful. I'm grateful unto Almighty God. Hallelujah. Okay, all right. God bless you, Shante. God bless you. I see you. I see you. And uh, I just thank God for Jesus. Thank him because he's on our side today in spite of us. Good morning to you, Sister Rita. God bless you this morning. And uh, brother Anthony, I see you in the house this morning. Yeah, thank God for you. Thank God for you. And yet you won the little uh, printer that go to the cell phone. And paper comes with it. How about that, brother Anthony? I got tickled uh, when I, I pulled out and I saw your name and I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to give him this right here, that printer. And look, I got tickled because I know he's like me. We like a lot of electronic gadgets and gadgets. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Can't help myself. So the little cell phone printer and uh, all kind of little uh, speaking to uh, recorders and uh, just all kind of stuff I have. Well, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. And uh, all I didn't sell, I got a bunch of stuff I didn't sell. And so I got the little keyboards that go to the, uh, you can use it on your cell phone, you know, the little small keyboard. And uh, you don't have to keep texting with your fingers like that, but you can type it out on the keyboard like you would a a desktop computer. And so many more different things, but we uh, will have another winner on Monday. And I'm glad to see you, Brother Perry, because I was going to send you a link, and then I was going to email you, too, and let you know every Monday we have a winner. And and uh, one of these Mondays, Brother Perry, your name going to come up. You automatically going to win one of these Mondays, and uh, I'll be emailing you to let you know what you want. And so, yeah, because we're giving uh, some gifts away over on Jesus in the Morning radio talk show. How about that? God is faithful. God is faithful. And he knew what I wanted to do. And I got to go back and put, we got a new Facebook page too, Jesus in the Morning Facebook page. So, Brother Perry, go over there and check that out when you get a chance. And, and uh, Brother Anthony, I need you to go over there and check it out too. Because I, I, I got you sprawled out over there and everything under what you want and everything. So, go to the new, not the group, but Jesus in the Morning uh, page over on Facebook. All right, area code two five two, brother Anthony, come on in here. <laughs> good morning, good morning, everybody. I just uh, I'm at work right now, about to get started in a minute. Warehouse, I don't know if the signal signal gonna be that good, but just want to say good morning, everybody. 
And first of all, I just want to give God thanks for another day, life up and strength, just keeping me in my right mind, allowing me to see another day. And thank you for activity in my limbs, and thank you for who he is to me, what he's doing in me, where he brought me from, where he's taking me. And I just want to say God bless everybody and everybody listening this morning. And uh, y'all just have an awesome, blessed, and mighty day. And y'all just continue to pray my strength in the Lord, and I will do the same for y'all. Amen. 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 God bless you for calling in. I know you got to go to work and say, hey, look at this, see what's missing. And uh, talking to Shante, y'all. And so, hey, hey uh, Brother Terry said, good morning, Brother Louis. Oh, he was talking to Brother Louis. I thought he was saying, didn't say Brother Anthony. But yes, sir, thank you so much for calling in before you go. And because uh, I was looking, I said, well, where's that Anthony at? And then one. And I, I can't tell him. I said, oh, I, I, I'm going to have to go over here on a messenger and send him a message. And uh, I put it on the Facebook, the new Facebook page. And I don't know if you've been over there to look. I said, well, maybe he'll come over here and look. Because I get excited when people don't want, you know. And on Mondays, when I get to call that name out, then I got to. He said, after the two, ha-ha, all the listeners, Brother Paris said, good morning. Yeah. Okay. All right, then. Well, see, I needed it now so I know what they got and what they don't have. I'm going to finish it. Look at her till my mama finished the show. You know them kind now. You have to lay hands on them sometimes, certainly. <laughs> but it will be all right in Jesus' name. Yeah, I'm happy, super happy she home, Brother Lewis, because it takes the weight up off of me with many things. Like that garbage getting out. I had to go out there, but I didn't have to take it out. Yo, Shante took it out. Make the world's greatest coffee, too, Brother Lewis. Good coffee, good coffee. Yeah, so if there anyone else have something they would like to say today, please feel free to press that number one and uh, come in. And uh, you might want to share something that happened this week or something you expected God to do. Even prayer requests, if you want to request prayer, you know, you ain't got to tell us what it is you're praying for, but just request prayer and uh, it would be all right. So listen, um, I guess I'll just give a short testimony and, and, and cut it out. But I was um, really in dire strait of some help at the house. Uh, I, I usually clean my truck out. I was cleaning it out two weeks. It dropped back to once a month. And then um, with the house, I'm needing help. And then I, you know, would tell the Lord about it. I said, well, Lord, you know, and I went on, went on, kept doing what I would do, go see about this one, go do that, go do that, come on back. All of a sudden, and I, I used to say this too to myself, if Shantae was here, I wouldn't have to worry about that. If Shantae would say she'd do this, she'd do that. Well, all of a sudden, she called. And boy, she came in, in uh, February for, for the birthday. And when she went back, she couldn't be still. I've seen her get angry some days because she wanted to come home. Because if you get a touch of this sunshine, this nice warm weather, and then you back up in the freezing cold, you won't like it. Because in the sunshine weather, you don't even have to wear a jacket, a sweater. And But every day up there, you got to figure out which coat, which jacket, you know, or whatever. And uh, next thing I know, she called me. And the next thing I know, she was coming home. Yeah. But the Lord had told me. He had told me he was sending her. 
And I told her, I said, pack your stuff. Stop packing your stuff now. Because you're getting ready to come out of there. See, one thing I know too. The prayers of the righteous avail as much. It's not so much right that the person is doing, but the faith that they have in God. When they pray this prayer, they believe in it. You see? So I knew I had prayed the prayer of faith. I knew she was coming out. Because not only does God hear, but he answered prayers. And I knew he was answering that one. Yeah. Uh, let me put this to you, Brother Lewis. This is what they told me now. And so, well, because of, uh, <laughs> they say their mama getting old and, uh, you know, the mama need help more than she used to, and they show for their mama around because they don't really want their mama driving out here, but their mama driving a little bit worse than they drive. <laughs> I try to calm it down when she in the car because she in the car, but when I'm by myself, I got to go and do what I got to do. But um, it's a blessing. It is a blessing. And God send what we need. Physically, mentally, and spiritually, God sends what we need. Yeah. You pray that prayer of faith, believe in God. Put it on the altar and walk away. Leave it there. Leave it so you forget it. And when God do it, you'll have to wonder about what. And you'll be like, yes, Lord, I prayed for this. Mm-hmm. Because it's what I, I do. When I pray, I let it go. I go on about my business. It could be something horrible. I pray about that thing and put my mind somewhere else. I might go out and, and ride or, or look at something or do something else. Or I might take myself to the barbecue place and get me a barbecue sandwich. You hear me? That sounds funny, I know. But it takes my mind off what I put on the altar. And I don't sit there eating my sandwich concerned about what I put on the altar. Because once I gave it to God, it's no longer my business. I got to let it go if I want him to fix it. Now, if I'm playing around, I can give it to him and go back and take it because I'm sitting there uh, eating my sandwich and sipping on some sweet tea. Tell my Lord, when you going to move? No, it's not my business when he's going to move. It's my business that I know he's going to move. Oh, yeah, I know he's going to move for me. Yeah, and I only, I'm not even concerned about when, because no calamity shall come down my dwelling. And if he got it, he know past, present, and future. It's not been to kill me. It's not been to make me sick. I'm not been to have to go to surgery over it. None of that. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna cost me any money, so I can wait on it all. And be of a good coverage. He's going to strengthen my heart. I just have to wait on it. Stand on it. Because I'm standing on the sure foundation that won't crack, won't bend, won't give in, won't collapse. I'm standing on his word. Oh, yeah. And it's all right today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, uh, we're, we're going to one more song of the morning. And uh, when I come back, I may... Play a little short clip of something, and uh, we go from there. Am I way down here? Yeah. All right, Sister Irene, I am going to play this one for you. Wait a minute. Let me find it again. I know you love this right here. 
So the holy hills of heaven are by best of goodness. I'm going to play this one for you.
singing it unto the Lord, and uh, it makes all the difference in the world. You can feel the anointing of God through the song, yeah, because they sang it directly unto him, yeah, from him, yeah, and so it's a beautiful thing, beautiful thing. I tell you what, I got one more, I got one more here, and uh, this is the way we're just going to end this morning, area code 813 I'm going to dedicate this one to you if you'll wait. This one is coming for you. Thank you. 
your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. 
and you're with Barbara. All right, all right. Area code 813. I hope you enjoyed that one. I hope you enjoyed that one. We're going to the next one, which is going to be uh, Sister Dorothy Goodman. I'm going to dedicate this one to you while we have a little time. When all foundations have been shaken, when I'm left standing in the dark, and all I feel is my heart breaking, you still reign and you're still God. And when it feels all hope is
Hallelujah. I was singing it too, Sister Irish. I was singing along with it. So look, all right, Brother D, you're in the house. You're in the house. I see you. I see you. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, Sister Rita, this one is coming at you right now. And Brother D, you'll be next. Oh 
we're going to jump right in. Brother D, I'm sending this one your way. <laughs> so this song says this. I don't know God's gonna do it. And I don't know when. When it's gonna be. Everybody left a song. 
and I think that worked out pretty good. But Brother Anthony, your song is going to be the last song of the morning. How about that, sir? Yeah, we're going to end you with the last song of the morning. So look, we're going to pray out and go quickly to the last song. Father God, we thank you. Good morning to you, Minister Robin Lynn. Maybe God bless you over there. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> and thank you so much for your help. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for all that has been said and done. And Father, help us to forget those things that are behind us that are negative. Help us to forgive others, oh God. And Father, help us to focus on the positive things that you would have us to share out of the negative with others that would draw them unto you. If if he did it for them, he'll do it for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so, Father, this weekend as we depart, bless our going out and our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. This weekend, Father, help us to be givers. Help us to give the God you can give uncommonly back to us in the name of Jesus. Bless every family member, every household represented here this weekend. Lord, let us come back on Monday morning with positive thoughts and positive attitudes and positive testimonies in the name of Jesus. Lord, help us to tell how you brought us out of the fire, the mark, and the marry clay. And God placed us on the rock to stay. Help us to be the light of the world this weekend to shine in darkness. And God, allow darkness to comprehend. Let us be the candle that sit on the hill that can be hid, that we reflect in light unto you to show others the way to you. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. And we thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And Father, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee. While we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus, go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed weekend. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you this weekend. Starting October the 20th, 2023, in Jesus' name. So this is our last song of the morning, and it's dedicated to you, Brother Anthony. God bless you today. God bless each and every one this weekend. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Hallelujah. Come and quench this thirsting in my soul. Bread from heaven. Feed me till I want no more. Thank you, Jesus. Fill my cup. Fill it up and make me whole. Come on.
me tell you this. Everybody. <laughs> Jacob Russell with the